Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ready, steady, talk shit. And they're off. Hello, welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. I am your host, Stuart Roy with Instant. Opposite me is Christopher Glasson. And in this episode today, we will be pummeling through another top five. And we are sponsored by the... Lovely. Who's, who's lovely? Uh, today, it's Luke. Ah. Luke Puke. Right, back to Luke. Yeah, back to Luke. Was Charles, now Luke. So a little, like, a little sexy kiss, to and fro in. And it's on Luke at the moment, and I can't see it still. So there you go. Oh, that'll be that, that awkward erection. Um, Luke Van Boom from Bang Boom Creative is one of our sponsors, yeah. as is Charles of Love Beer. Yeah, word up, word up to our main man, uh, 76. I did get a message from Charles over Christmas. Yeah. Um, he's in uh, India. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Did you get pictures from India? No. Well, I think we know who he likes more then, don't we, huh? What did I? I don't think so. Don't like, don't try clawing it back. Oh, no, that's what I got a gift from India. Is that what you were about to say? Did you get a gift? No. Did he send it to a personal one or did he send it on Hardcore Listed Instagram? I can't think. He sent me a personal one. All right. Yeah. Don't worry, don't worry about it, mate. All right? Just forget about it. Okay. Actually, he was only directly messaging me because he wanted to know if I was celebrating out there. Because you was going to go out there, weren't you? I was, mate. Hmm. But yeah. Um. Right. Well, I guess this will be out. Oh, well, yeah. This will be out in sort of maybe second week of Jan. So um, second week of Jan. If you've so, not listened to, um, the, week not before, listened to the week before, <laughs> should we do this for the whole podcast? That'd be great. Never <laughs> done this on podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um. Yep. Hope you've had a nice, uh, festive uh, New Year's uh, period. Are you feeling festive that? Yeah. Or am yeah. I feeling festive? Well, we should say that we're recording this on the 28th. Yeah. Um. No, not really. Um. I feel like today. May well be the day that um, I kind of get to just laze about, mm. uh, which I'm really looking forward to doing. Although I know I've got to go to the tip again. Yeah, and you got me involved in manual labour. Oh, and, uh, and even whoa, 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 me, whoa, I didn't. did. I couldn't do anything about it. I couldn't say, go fuck yourself, Carol, yeah. could I? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not happy about that really, mate. But, but I guess someone's got a... You need some muscle in the house, don't you? So yeah, yeah, of course. You've got to get those drawers up the stairs. Um, so we've we've kind of done this one on the fly because we didn't know if we'd get to record yeah. this week because it's obviously <clears throat> in between Christmas and New Year. It's generally spent with if you're not working, just doing family shit, right? Mm-hmm. And and just generally having some time off. But we've <clears throat> excuse me, 
We've been lucky that uh, Mr. Seventy, because you've you've been in Switzerland. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, been in Switzerland, yeah. Which sounds lovely uh, and expensive. Uh, and seventy six come over. If you use listeners will know, there's been a couple of episodes of um, me and me and seventy six. Are you too rude to me in that? No, I don't think so. I mean, we can record another one if you want no, us to be. No. Like, no, I think we was, we, we was all right. Um, yeah, so, uh, but we just thought, look, if we can get a moment, let's just try and get together for an hour um, yeah. and record one. So that is that is us here now. We've just done a little Insta Live thing to see if anyone's got a top five suggestion to do on the fly. Um, didn't get much feedback, no, if just, any. No, just... Um, um, Stop, stop going live. Look, just to see if anyone has sent anything. Okay, over. all right. I'm off to Stranger Things later on. I'm mega excited about that. As you should Absolutely be. Absolutely creaming my schnicks about that. Yeah, I'm. Uh, what What are you wearing? Um, my Love Sick track because I thought that's very quite hip hop in your face, isn't it? Really. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, good shot. If I had some money, if I hadn't blown it all in Switzerland, I might have made more of an effort on yeah. the outfit. But I just couldn't. I just couldn't justify spending any more money this year, mate. Yeah. Really. So, what did you go dressed as? Uh, I got a, a turnip. Run- yeah. And what? Uh, I got a, a nice Run DMC sweat. Oh, oh nice. Uh, and some fat gold chains. And you, you got uh, the gold chains? Can I nick them? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Sweet. Uh, and uh, yeah, I can't think what else. But uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, you're gonna have so much fun now. It's mm. fucking amazing. Mm. We're talking about Stranger Things sequel mm. cinema, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, it's it's an absolute blast. You're gonna yeah. I'm I'm very jealous you're getting to go and experience that because it was one of my favourite nights of last year. Oh, mega. Oh, that would be lovely. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. Shall we crack on with his top five, chosen by um, some cunt named Whiffin? Hello, top five war films. All right. Um, Reason being, um, there's a few that have been on over Christmas that I just thought, oh, and they're probably going to be things that I watch today, just to bring some merriment into the family home. Okay. Um, So, yeah. Uh, Chris, do you want to start? War of the Worlds. (laughs) Right, Jurassic Park's not a war film before we get there. War of the Worlds. Um, the, the, the Tom Cruise one. I quite like the Tom Cruise one, I mate. thought it was fucking great. Yeah, I really liked it. I really felt they captured the sort of like small town vibe and their normal little day-to-day problems yeah. before it went, yeah. oh, there's this giant three-legged tripod. Mm. Not me. Um, <laughs> firing out, lay death ra- literally death rays and turning yeah. everyone into dust around them. Mm. It was really good. I mm. really, I really d- dug it. I really liked it. War of the Worlds, when I grew up, when I was probably maybe 10. 10? Yeah. Sure. <clears throat> so when I was about 10, that album come out. Oh, okay, right, yeah. Jeff Lynn, is it? I don't know. No. Who, who does the War Jess of the Worlds? Jess Lynn. Jess Lynn. Jess Lynn. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Uh, the, the War of the Worlds, uh, of course it's not Jeff Lynn. Who does the fucking War of the Worlds? Uh, but yeah, that, that sleeve, like everyone had that album. Right. And it petrified me. And just what is on that album cover? Isn't it? It's the, the tripods, oh, wow. like uh, and like shooting lasers. Let me see if I can find them. It's fucking brilliant. <clears throat> and I remember like sitting around my uncle's bizarrely one Christmas, just looking at it, and and I'd never heard it. Yeah. 
and uh, uh, and then hearing it, and it was just like, oh my god, it's the end of the world. Yeah. As soon as you heard that bam bam bam, yeah, up, it was like. Oh, I don't like that. Well, they did it as a PR stunt to start with, didn't they? The original release. And they did it on radio, and people thought it was real. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So they had loads of complaints because people were having absolute fucking meltdowns thinking that um, we were getting invaded by aliens. So, congratulations. Excellent piece of PR there. Uh, Jeff Wayne. Jeff Wayne. Of course. It was on the tip of my tongue. What was it? Uh, You got really angry in uh, your episode about me about making up bands. Uh, oh yeah that's a wicked bit of art that yeah. is that really is uh, yeah I just remember looking at that and thinking and this I can't think what's on the inner sleeve like I'm sure it was a gatefold but that was always like going into the video store wasn't it and then you'd walk past the 18 section and it'd just have all scary faces on things yeah. like, it just scared the shit out of me I remember seeing a poster watch. I was even 14 by this point and it was a poster for a horror film called The Church and it was just a pile of bodies like with a crucifix at the top of it and it was it was the most horrific thing and I remember it was near my mate's house, and like whenever I'd go past it, I'd refuse to look in the direction of the shop. That's the inner sleeve. Oh, that is epic. Yeah. That's really good, mate. Yeah, that scared the bejesus out of me. Yeah, man, it's scary. And then they all, um, we're assuming that you've all seen a movie from 2005, but then, you know, they all die because of the common cold, I believe, <laughs> was, the, uh, was the original thing, wasn't it? Alien technology comes down. And then it's humbled by uh, some microbes, basically. Gutted. I guess that's a war film. Okay. You're not having war games. Well, we'll just see, won't we? What, what's your one? Uh, what shall I start with? Uh, I'm going to go for a comedy one first. I'm going to go for Stripes with Bill Murray. Uh, have you ever seen Stripes? Stripes, man. It was weird because I was watching a thing about Bill Murray the other day. It was, oh, it was incredible. It's the, the films that made us right. on Netflix. Okay. And it's Ghost, Ghostbusters, so one of my favourite films. I've not watched the it's Ghostbusters incredible. one. I've watched a few. Uh, what's the other ones that are on there? It's Die Hard on there, and I haven't seen any. Well, I've, I don't know. Oh, there's another one that I've, I've watched. Because they used to... Done the... I think they did... Uh, sorry, they did um, Dirty Dancing as well. We watched that. Have you seen? Because that's the second one. The first series was the toys that made us. No, I haven't watched oh, it. Oh, mate, yet. that's fucking the yeah. shit that is. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, stripes. So it was. Um, oh, I hope I get this right. I believe it was written by Harold Ramis. Yeah. You uh, might be. You might be correct with that. Let me just let, let me just double check that. It's him and Bill Murray in it. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. Uh, always good to see a couple of Ghostbusters I together. Ramis pretty much was just the king at that point, wasn't he? Yeah. He, he wrote so much fucking cool shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was it? Just give me some reading. Just give me that. Just give me a little secky secky. Written by, uh, yeah, he, it's three people. Lemblum, Harold Ramis and Daniel Goldberg. So, mm. yeah, he did write it. Yeah, uh, yeah so it's, it's a kind of, there was lots of films like that at that point, that kind of Private Benjamin thing and almost, I guess, like Police Academy yeah. where OX get put in a training program, whether it be the police. But in Stripes, they, they, uh, Bill Murray uh, and, and Harold Ramis get put into uh, the army uh, and... Obviously, Bill Murray is kicking against the pricks throughout, mm. and then obviously it all comes good, and, mm. and they become heroes. And yeah. it's and it just reminds me of being really young. It reminds me of just when you were in the army. Yeah, um, but yeah, but just seeing Bill Murray's like face and just knowing that 
he was the guy from Ghostbusters, and his face is funny, and he's he just is. fucking great. And yeah, Stripes, uh, absolutely brilliant. If you've never seen it, watch it. I want to check it out. I like Howard Ramis a uh, great deal. Also, Mark Irvine looks a lot like him. Right, okay. Do you want my next one? Yes. Um, oh, I'm going to go with oh, Starship Troopers. Oh, that's a good war movie. It's us versus aliens again. Um, have you ever seen Starship Troopers? It's who's, brilliant. Who's in Paul it? Verhoeven, and it's got that. He was he was really handsome. Who's was there a really beautiful woman Casper in it? Dean in it, or whatever his name is. I can't remember his name now. Was there someone like yeah. a really famous and beautiful woman? Two in it? stunning girls was in uh, Starship Troopers, um, and I'm gonna have a little looky for you now. Casper Van Dien, I think, was the uh, the main male actor, and he's sort of like he, he's his career didn't sort of like blow up from it. Although he, um, I thought he put in a good role. He's a fucking good-looking bloke. I keep saying that. Um, maybe I should stop saying how much I fancy him. Cast. Casper Van Dien as Johnny Rico. Di- uh, Dina Mayer. Denise Richards. Denise Richards, who you're Whit thinking Will, of. Denise Richards. Pretty special, isn't she, huh? Yeah, yeah. Pretty special. Neil Patrick Harris, i.e. Doogie Howser, was in that movie as well. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a wonderful movie about shooting aliens with machine guns. Yeah, I think that was the uh, the slug line to the movie. I absolutely love Starship Troopers. It came out a month before Alien Resurrection, and I quite liked Alien Three, but felt it was a little bit of a dip down from mm-hmm. Aliens. And um, spoiler, and then um, <laughs> and then Alien Four Resurrection came out a month after Starship Troopers. And after I watched Starship Troopers, I went, "Well, this was brilliant." I can't wait for the movie I, I have been waiting for to come out. It's going to be even better. And Alien Resurrection was just a big, slimy, dog shit of a movie. Um, and Starship Troopers was just absolutely epic. Knew what it was. A fun movie mm-hmm. um, about um, us going to fight aliens on, on foreign shores. And was very was very violent. Had like interesting uh, commentaries on uh, the state of their uh, political system at that time. And uh, where both men and women were were enrolling and fighting together and showering together and and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it was very strictly, very um, on equal footing, Mm. as it were. And uh, it's just very funny and violent. Um, You can't remember it, I'm guessing. Nah. I I think you'll hate it. I remember remember how big it was when it came out. But I also remember just thinking, oh, it's in space and it's not Star Wars. I'm not interested. Carol will love it. Yeah, I'm sure she will. That sounds like a right bit of a... Yeah, it's great. So that's my uh, number four of uh, all-time greatest war films, war epics. What's your number? Uh, Braveheart. Oh, that's a good shout. Oh, I love Braveheart. Um, I know that everyone gives Melvin Gibson a hard time now because he said some dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I guess judging him on his acting alone... Yeah. Uh, he done some fucking ama- he's done some amazing fucking oh, yeah, films. I was I was watching clips from Payback the other day. Yeah, Payback is absolutely he's Porter in Payback. Yeah. It's a fucking wicked revenge. I movie. mean, the case is Martin Riggs for fuck's sake. Exactly. You know, if you if you've been Martin Riggs and still managed to be one of the coolest geezers with that hair, mm. you've got to be fucking Hollywood royalty. Mm. Um, yeah, and and Braveheart's one of them films that obviously it was huge when it came out. Mm-hmm. But it's one of them that, if it's ever on telly, and I'll just catch a minute of it, 
I'm there then. Exactly. I've got to see I it through. I completely agree. I've got to see it yeah, through. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I just think it's brutal. Uh, and just, I tried to just pick one that wasn't a Vietnam film. Uh, and yeah, I just thought, right, well, you know, I could start to arc back to a bridge too far, and and you know, all, all of the kind mm-hmm. of the epics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Braveheart. I just think um, we've not seen it for a while. It was historically, it's historically inaccurate, but I don't care. Mm. You know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't going there for a documentary. I was going there for a movie, and it yeah. delivers, doesn't it? Like, yeah, absolutely full-on delivers. Yeah. Some of the battle scenes in that are just absolutely uh, epic. Yeah, Him with that giant claymore swinging that bad yeah. boy sword around. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, uh, yeah he's a great actor. He has said some, you know, some mad shit, hasn't he? But yeah. um, he sort of had his like uh, time in jail for that sort of stuff and then he's starting to creep his way back into film now and stuff that he's done. Dragged Across Concrete <laughs> was good. Did you watch that? No. It's the guy who did Brawling Cell Block 99 and um, another decent movie. Uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty decent in that. Like he had Apocalypto, hang- didn't he? Apocalypto is brilliant. Mm. It's fucking so good. Mm. And he done... Uh, Passion of the Christ. Yeah, that's that's an unpleasant it's watch. tough wank. Tough wank, that, mate. That is a... Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it is, like, excessively violent. That's one of the best-selling movies of all time, that is, Passion of the Christ. Yeah. Like, globally, obviously... I saw that at a cinema. Oh. And I think there's a bit where they get in with a oh, cat and mate. nine tails and just rips. Mate, it, that, that, you just saying that made me feel crazy. Yeah. It's, it's a hard watch, that, man. And um, and although that would, could have possibly been a bit of a torture porn there and a bit excessive, I mean, it, it, I, I don't think, it, it, I think it still fairly relays the brutality of sort of like, um, of our civilizations in 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 centuries past, and and actually still in in some of some of the other regions of the planet now, mm. it's terrifying. Yeah, mm. um, Braveheart, good, right? Hung, drawn, and quartered at the end. Pretty, yeah. pretty nasty. And the guy goes to fucking do him with an arrow, and he's like, no. Mm. He says, no, don't do that. I've got to go like this. You've got to send that message. Mm. Oh, mate. All right, mate. I think he's a really a really good actor. Like, I think, uh, I mean, you know, I guess people laugh at your diodes and your lethal weapons mm. to a degree, but if they're ingrained in your fucking brain and they mean so much to you, them films through yeah. growing up, yeah. Rocky films are cheese bullshit, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I will enjoy that as much as I will enjoy fucking watching Casino. Like, Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, for I'm the same. For completely different reasons. Yeah. And, uh, and it, yeah. It goes right over Molly's head, all of it. Yeah. And I'm like, what was I watching? I was watching Raiders of the Lost Art uh, yesterday. Got got to catch a bit of that. And it's just perfect cinema, man. It's just so fucking good. She had a problem with Raiders of the Lost Art? She's not really that interested in it. Uh, no, no, no. Honestly, honestly, she'll go, I'll bend it like Beckham. It makes me, it makes my blood boil. And I'm like, it's like those movies are devoid of any, up to me, any form of artistic sense. There's mm. nothing. It's so bad. They're so pedestrian and poorly filmed. The camera angles are dog shit. There's nothing about it. Um, and I, I'm so glad that I, you know, got to catch 80s and you know early 90s movies. Mm. I think it's absolute golden age for actually storytelling. Anyway, what's your next one, Grandad? Let me have a little look here. Right, so from Starship Troopers, let's switch it up a little bit. Independence Day. 
as for a war movie, you don't get bigger than that, do you, mate? We're not like our Vietnam. It's just you know, small little cu- cu- little country and a big people bullying it. That is like Vietnam, but on a galactic scale where we are the Vietnam and the alien race is is the the United States, you know. Yeah. But in this, it's the United States being Vietnam against the alien. I'm confused. Yeah. But how good was Independence Day? I hate it when people act like they didn't like that movie. That really it, it, upsets it, me. Is that the one where at the end he comes out of like some sort of cave and then all, all his family happens to be there? Uh, <laughs> like there's literally full on Armageddon and then it's Will Smith isn't it yeah 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 because yeah, they, they're in a bunker right yeah Probably. and yeah, somehow he's... he saves the world oh and he could never be he could never get into the space program because his missus is a stripper right or something like that that's right. bollocks yeah give it a break it's because your wife missus is a stripper that should get you into the space program yeah if anything yeah um astronauts like tits say no more mate you know, um, yeah, Jeff Goldblum's in that movie, being all like mathematiciany and like nerdy scientist. Are you, sorry, just you are you doing top five films you know I hate? No, oh, no, right. these are just war movies, right. just traditional war films. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> all traditional war. I mean, films impressive. With no other theme in- other than war. Impressive that with zero prep, you fashioned five fucking films that aren't war films just to annoy me. You've done that in about three minutes. It's quite impressive. <laughs> Independence Day is a war. It's fucking rubbish. It's a war. It's 100%. Is it a war? Yes. Is it a movie? Yes. Have a nice glass of shut the fuck up there. <laughs> <laughs> big budget. Oh. That big, you know, when that, like, when that big spaceship lasers down that... Oh. You know, it lasers down that building. They're all like saying, they've got their signs up saying, Welcome, we yeah. welcome you. And then, zip, I can't have America saving the world. I'm not feeling it. Who's going to save, what country would save the world these days? If it was all to pop off with aliens, if it's popping off with aliens, yeah. it's not like it's pop, it's going off. It's not like. We haven't had a chance to like say, oh, sorry, yeah. or shall we just live in yeah. harmony? Aliens are doing to us what we've done to everyone. Yeah. Um, what do you, who's going to save us? What, who, is it, who is it coming down to? What country is going to be the most... What's, what's the key strategic country? Iceland. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Cold country, you could just go and hide in Iceland. Yeah. And they can give them, maybe, they've got a, they're, they're, their um, supply of uh, uh, non-perishables mm-hmm. is, is pretty good in Iceland, isn't mm. it, as well? So... You'd fit in in Iceland with your little outfit you got oh, on my today. Mates, who was it? Stu Turl said, uh, where was he? He was in, um, oh, bollocks. Uh, oh, fuck sticks. Name a Scandinavian country. Denmark. Right. And he said, I'm in a pub in Denmark and it's just full of people who look like you, Chris. So I never knew, but it could be that, you know, I've got quite a lot of my ancestry sort of heads back that sort of way. Nah, and you know me, call. I'm quite Viking-y. No, you're not. Think about it. Think of like when you think of a really tough Viking. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've just now you, you've of, just took yourself out of the mix by them exact their words. No, no. Think of a tough Viking, right? And you've actually actually thought of me in my sheepskin jacket, right? Your what? Sheepskin jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. How do we get on to what? Was I that? don't know. I like the fact that all of a sudden you've gone from Del Trotter to fucking a, a Viking fucking Bjorn. warlord. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just fucking don't like Independence Day. And I know it's massive. Did you not like it originally? Like, I feel, I get the I, vibe I, that you probably didn't like it originally. No, no, I saw it in cinema, didn't enjoy it. No, like, it's like, I believe that. I can't, I can't suspend my imagination to the fact that America yet again saves the planet. I just can't be doing it. Yeah. But, you know, like, this is, I always, I find this quite an interesting concept because people get annoyed by all this shit. But if Hollywood is in America, a lot of the time they're going to produce for the I biggest it. market. It's like, oh, well, why didn't they do it? With da, da, da? It's like, well, it's their own market. Yeah. You're watching the produce of what they create. Yeah. And, and when you write movies or books or anything, you might write it from your own a particular point of view or a point of view that you think is going to excite yeah. a certain type of person. Yeah, I get so that. So that's why they do it. I mean, like if you're going to write for the biggest market now, you might want to think of China, to be honest yeah. with you. I think that's the... I totally get all of that, but it don't mean I have to like it. No, it doesn't. And, and, and like, despite me playing devil's advocate, it is annoying. I think the one that really annoyed me to the point where I heard what happens in it and then I couldn't watch it was what U five U boat five seven one. Yeah. Where the Americans crack the Enigma code in yeah. it. And it's just like guys, I mean, why would you even bother why would you even do that? That's so fucking mental. Yeah. The only time I found a, an American doing it right is Inglorious Bastards mm. when Quentin Tarantino just massacres here. That's the right <laughs> way to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was it was obvious, it was parrot. Uh, it was par- it was being a parody. It was self-aware. I like that. That's yeah. a good way of doing it. Um, but Inglorious Bastards isn't really a war movie, so it didn't really make my list. Good movie though. Um, so, uh, what's uh, your number two? I guess is it two? I don't know. Three. Number three then. <sighs> I guess. I'm going to go for Casualties of War. Oh, yeah. This is with um, our good friend Michael J. Fox. 
Yes, friend mm. of the show, mm-hmm. uh, and Sean Penn. Mm-hmm. Um, We've had a recent fallout with Sean, and we can't say he's a good friend of the show. He's very difficult to be around. Can be. He's got uh, a tense. Um, yeah, uh, Sean Penn is fuck, and and it's got um, what's his name from Step Brothers in it as well? Not Will, the other one. Is it really? Mm. Um, I want to call him Chess Rockwell. That's I mean, that's, his na- that's his name in uh, Boogie Nights. Uh, the cast is actually really good, and it's a proper underrated. Uh, it always seems to get sort of missed off the list of uh, of great war films. It's got uh, is it John Cena? What's his name? Uh, John Cena, the wrestler. Doubt it. I can't think what his name is. Directed by um, Brian De Palma. What more do you want? Uh, John C. Riley. See, yeah. you're thinking of. No, it's not. I'm thinking uh. of the other guy that's in it. Oh, it did get put. John Ligazamo. Uh... I like John Ligazami. Oh, Ving Rhymes is in it? Jesus. Yeah, yeah, John uh, Ligazami, yeah. Yeah, I like him. Uh, I like him yeah, like, yeah, John C. Riley as well, obviously, was, was the uh, the other one. Um, yeah, it's a... Fu- have you seen it? Yeah. It's a fucking yeah, harrowing yeah, film. It's, it's an emotional um, rollercoaster. Uh, I would definitely say probably Michael J. Fox's... Um, my, I'm not including Back to the Future because it's fucking in a world of its own. Yeah, but of course, of um, course. one of his greatest performances in Casualties of War. Yeah. Um, What's the one is that little doctor? He's in a little, little small town. Uh, Fox. Yeah, I know what oh, you I mean. Love that one. And yeah, he, he's basically in, uh, he's, he's a new recruit and he's he gets put in a platoon with Sean Penn, uh, who is a fucking lunatic. Uh with John C. Riley, who's also a, a, a very gullible uh, mm. follower of Sean Penn, uh, and uh, the, the, the other dude's still unsure. And then uh, basically, they just the, the the laws of you know the rules that are, that involve war seem to go out the window, yeah. much to the uh, dislike of Michael J. Fox, who seems to alienate himself from the platoon yeah. because he's you know he's he's not down with it. No. Then in the middle of the night, they they kidnap uh, a Vietnamese uh, woman and um, basically Gets rape dark. her, yeah. uh, and and then basically she ends up spoiler alert, but she ends up, she ends up basically dying or being shot, uh, and it's just how Michael J. Fox will not take part in it, and yeah. Harry tries to bring Sean Penn and C. Riley to to justice. Justice, yeah, uh, and it's yeah, it's a fucking really unpleasant film uh, but Sean Penn I think he's one of the greatest actors uh, of our generation uh, and and it's just really good to see Michael J Fox in a really serious role serious role yeah um, and he's great in it he's yeah really absolutely brilliant yeah catch it to just realised just looked up that one where uh, Michael J Fox was a doctor it's uh, Team Wolf just in case you were wondering <laughs> okay so uh, number two was it Secret of My Success who was Secret of My Success no, it wasn't. It was called Doc Hollywood. Doc Hollywood. Of course mm. he was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Typical me to get the part of the name in, in what I was confused. It's called Doc something. Doc Hollywood, guys. Number two, drum roll. Cool. Star Wars. Right. It's my number two. Is it really? Yeah. Well, it's like Wars, isn't it? In yeah. space again. Yeah. With aliens. Yeah. And um, absolutely no, there's no theme running in mine, as you can tell. Just good, isn't it? Yeah. Nine movies. Still haven't seen the last one. Might go and watch it tomorrow. Hopefully, get a paper. 
get some time to myself, Stuart. Right. That's what I'm looking forward to. A little bit of, little bit of me time. Happily going to go in the cinema on my own because I'm pretty certain Molly's not going to want to come with me. And I've got no other mates, so I think I'm going to do that. But Star Wars is epic. The, the, like, from a sort of perspective of just how deep and rich the back cat, like the the background is in that. Do you know what I mean? Like how far? How many other films have that? No. Even to this day, they don't go that far, mm. and they they should have done. And and one of my biggest criticisms of the last trilogy is they didn't have a plan. Mm. They keep acting like the plan was the plan. It, mm. it really wasn't. They were they were making it up as they went along, and that's mm. dangerous, I think, especially for that that size universe. They mm. shouldn't shouldn't have done that at all. Mm. Really dangerous, but um. But still, absolutely wicked. Yeah. And there's nothing better. Like even in the even in the originals, the prequels, like yeah. the, the, those space battles and sh- stuff were just yeah. absolutely mind mind bogglingly good, weren't yeah. they? They was they were something else. Um. So yeah, if you're gonna talk about war movies, you've got to have Star Wars in there, mate. Definitely. Well, I'm gonna switch my two then. If you've gone for that. So. All right then. Sure. Go on then. I'm gonna go platoon. Yep. Just because it's fucking great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was one of the first rated 15 films I went to cinema mm-hmm. to see. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling like a tough guy. And then that scene where they smashed the Vietnamese lad's head in with the butt of a gun. Okay. I remember just sitting in the cinema thinking, oh, I wish my parents were here. I don't like this. <laughs> uh, Did you? Did you get a little bit scared? No, I'm not scared. I just remember it turned my guts. I remember yeah. just thinking, j- just at the... Do you know what? Without getting too deep about it, just seeing how fucking horrible the human race can be. And I think I just saw that there. And and the guy who looks like Kevin Bacon that isn't Kevin Bacon is just laughing while they're doing it and saying, I've never seen brains, whatever, come out of a head like that before. And they do it in front of his mum. And it's just the fact that they make him dance first. And, he, and I think he's, you know, he, he, he's got something. Learning difficulties. Yeah, he's got something wrong. And... And he he can't stop smiling, and so they fucking smash his head out with it. It was fucking yeah. a lot. And I remember that scene, and and and, for, and another massive reason that I'm putting that in there is just because Willem Dafoe, mm. I think he's one of the, again yeah. like Sean Penn, one of the greatest actors of my yeah, generation, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I could just watch him all day long. Yeah. I mean Charlie Definitely. Sheen's performance in that he's probably the greatest he's ever done. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was one of the coolest people on the fucking planet definitely, at that point. Yeah, yeah, uh, Tom Berenger's fucking brilliant yeah. in it. Um, but yeah, like, and, and just obviously the the ending. The ending mm-hmm. is just Dagio for strings, mm-hmm. you know, and just that scene of of, of the folks. It's fucking amazing. Like um, that stuff did happen though, and continues to happen this day. And it's just terrifying how the brain can via association to other people and being exposed to certain things, eventually it becomes cut off from the actual acts of what they're, they're yeah. getting involved in. I'm, I don't suppose anyone at, at five years of age would be able, if you say, where where's your life going to carry you? Yeah. I don't think any five-year-old was going, well, I really hope I turn into the sort of person who batters someone's brains until their brains leak out, you yeah. know? Unfortunately, you know, your environment and choices yeah. you make can turn you into that person. It's terrifying, man. Mate, it happens. Right. What is your number one? <laughs> Aliens. Um, well, because the slug line is this time it's war. Stop right. putting your forehead against the fucking microphone and being upset with me. You're so pleased with yourself when you say these things. 
aliens and the slug line is this time it's war. It was, was a war right. by that point because alien, it was like an alien. Mm. In aliens, mm. there's aliens. Mm. And so there was more of them and they had guns in aliens. Mm. And um, if there's a gun in a movie, it's a war film. I mean, that's stretching it. Yeah. Um, it's the best. It's, it's definitely in my top five of all time. It's brilliant. Sigourney Weaver is just Lieutenant Ripley. Again, he's my favourite character of all time. And uh, they have a war with aliens and there's lots of shooting and scary bits and absolutely quotable lines in it. And um, I dare you to beat my number one with anything you're going to say. It's going to be wrong. Uh, this is purely my war film list. What's your number one then? It's Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter, yeah. Is that about... Is that a war film? Just a man and a deer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a gun in it, though. Think about... Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm. And people get shot. Mm. It's not as warry as Aliens. No, definitely not. Especially all the scenes in Vietnam. Definitely not. I'd say Aliens... Um, it's more intergalactically warry, isn't it? Because the, it's the Aliens de- de- yeah. are threatening... Um, Human life, really, as we yeah. know it. Again, a bit like Independence Day, another yeah. good one. Perhaps they should remake Deer Hunter in space. Oh, mate, that'd be great. What would be called? Alien Hunter, I guess. Uh, yeah. Sold, right? Yeah. Should we get right in that this afternoon? I know, I know you've got DIY to do. <laughs> I mean, I can shelve that because <laughs> this sounds quite just, good. Let's just see what I've done there. Let's shelve that up. Ah. <laughs> yeah, let's let everyone, let's phone all, all the people that depend on us today and say, listen, we've got, uh, we've, we've come up with a blinder. Uh, I think you're going to understand why we uh, can't give blood today or, uh, or, or, or bone marrow because. We have come up with this. And who's going to go, well, they're all going to be like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. No, that is that is the single most essential yep. thing that either of you two could do today. Yeah. Um, just a quick one. When we're talking about stupid shit, um, me and my mate have been threatening to write a, 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 a movie called Lunatics, which is um, the slug liar, Luna as in the moon, right? I just want you to get your, your head around this, right? It's called Lunatics, right? And here's the slug line. You ready? Mm-hmm. Werewolves on the moon. Think about that. Because when the werewolves come out? Midnight. No. Full moon. You fucking arse. Full moon. <laughs> yeah, on a full moon. So if, if you're on the moon, they're always going to be a werewolf. Right. Get your head around that, mate. That'll probably be the best war movie of all time. But you should base it around the lice on the werewolves because it could then be lunatics. <laughs> Oh, that's just uh, that is in there now. That is in there somehow. That's getting in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm having that as my number one. Good Not show. lunatics, dear right now. Again, just because fucking hell, j- j- just watching the we've I've spoken about it so many times on this podcast because I think it is the greatest bit of cinema I ever made. The Russian roulette scene. Uh, yeah, it's just perfect. Absolutely fucking perfectly harrowing, unpleasant, uh, heart wrenching. Uh, and fucking powerful, and uh, and that's what you get when you put actors like that at a table together. Yeah, with a gun. Yeah, so it's a war movie. Yeah. So speaking of uh, of of great movies, you're gonna fuck off now because you're going to secret cinema. Yeah, mate. Stranger Things. Yeah. Uh, not a war film. It's not a war film. There's no. no guns that I can think of. No, no, no. no. Um, yeah, but there's 
this fucking... Oh, I just want to tell you about it yeah. because you're in for a fucking uh, treat. I can't wait, mate. I can't we're wait. an absolute treat. Well, we will see you yeah. next week. Um, in the meantime, um, please get on um, Instagram uh, or, or Facebook or Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on all three. Mm-hmm. And please just send us some, uh, some suggestions for top mm. fives because we constantly need them. And obviously, yeah. we're... You know, almost feel like we're fucking running out here because we just mm-hmm. keep throwing them in. <laughs> and but we, yeah, if you've got any inspirational ones yeah. that you just think I'd like to hear um, us two dicks yeah. uh, talk about that, it is limitless. There, right? There has been a dozen. There's been loads off of uh, previous ones that yeah. we could have probably dragged back up that we yeah. haven't touched on. But um, we we push for time today. So. Yeah. Right. We'll see you next time. Thanks S- ever so much for listening. Thank you so much. Wise up, suckers. <laughs> Butting in yet again. I just want to quickly tell you about this magazine. It's called Pod Bible. Now, Pod Bible is the new essential guide to podcasts. It's put together alongside Spotify and Acast, and it's a one-stop shop to tell you all about the podcasts you maybe know about, but definitely about a load of the podcasts that you probably don't know about that we think you should know about. I mean, in the first edition, there's interviews with Adam Buxton, interviews with Craig Parkinson, and there's features on Jade Adams, and there's just an abundance of information about so many exciting podcasts that are out there. Also, Spotify have given us these amazing little codes. So if you do get a print copy, you can just turn on your Spotify on your phone, scan the little code, and it just automatically opens up the podcast on your listening device. How good's that? If you haven't managed to get a print copy, then just go over to www podbiblemag.com and read it online because the digital version is all over there and it's all free so every other month there'll be a new edition out so go and have a look and support us on the social medias as well podbiblemag.com it's a drunken soiree in the within Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.